Hey, hey, and welcome to the latest issue of the Three Old Geeks podcast. I am joined once again by the hard-driving Jezebels of the desert. I've been using, using Jezebel a lot. First of all, <laughs> the keeper of the inner sanctum. It's his whore. The numbers guy. Always the contrarian, sometimes the ruinator, and he could be your doctor's receptionist. Keith of Keith's Comics. I could. I don't think I'm qualified for that. This is going to be a fun day. I'm excited this about is, today. Yeah, this is exciting. Everyone's sleep deprived and goofy. So. Yeah. And then we have the man who is always wrong and with holes in several of his collections. The pictures guy. The clown prince of collecting the dirty old geek. And a dancer in a go-go club. Brian needs one. He's white boy Brian today. Lance, this podcast knows killing, even if it's accidental. Everything we do. Well, is I am, of course, the uh, world's oldest kid sidekick. I am the words guy. My name is Lance, and uh, gentlemen, I'm of a legal age of for whiskey, voting, and loving. Now the next election is two years away, and my love life ain't getting much better. So how about some of that hundred percent? Girls call. Chris call. And welcome to another issue. Brian, so uh, SDCC has been this past week. Saturday is usually the big day. Do we have any news? You know what, a little bit. Uh, unfortunately, with the... Um, all the strikes and whatnot. All the strikes yeah. and shit. Uh, all strikes, no balls. You know, interestingly, we got the strike right on the heels of uh, the fourth biggest movie movie weekend weekend in, uh, opening weekend in history uh, with Oppenheimer and Barbie. And talk about strange bedfellows, you know, Oppenheimer and Barbie, it's like Einstein and Marilyn Monroe. You don't expect it, but it happened. Uh, There's been a bunch of internet memes of like you know mashups and double features and uh, I think it's great that that people are getting into Oppenheimer. I think it's important that people know who he is um, as the uh, I have become death the destroyer, destroyer of worlds. Of worlds. So I find it interesting because we were talking and I was talking about how Hollywood was really uh, becoming irrelevant. We have enough old stuff, and all they want to do is remake it. The originals are better, so why not the fire watch that shit? Who cares if the strike ends or not? And so, yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't give a shit uh, anymore. But there was a little bit of uh, news that did come out. Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, our uh, uh, friend of our show, uh, is getting a musical episode. So, Star oh. Trek... From the bridge of the Enterprise, Star Trek. <laughs> so that'll be exciting. Hurry up and energize. <laughs> Ooh. Beat me up, Scotty. That was like uh, the uh, B-52's <laughs> version. <laughs> yeah, except neither one of you are Kate Pearson, so keep going. I'm Pete. Uh, Daryl Dixon is getting his own spinoff from Walking oh, Dead. Oh, who gives a shit? So, uh, Daryl Dixon in France. Walking with Dead. the French Jezebels. Walking Dead never ends. Walking Dead never ends. So, uh, they showed that. John Wick is getting a three-part po- three uh, continental prequel. So, that'll be exciting for you John Wickians. I thought John the Continental was supposed to be like a series. Yeah, it's three parts. Oh, oh, it's just three parts? Okay. Yeah. Which qualifies as a... Uh, Adam Eve from the Invincible cartoon. Uh, they dropped it. Episode. They already dropped yeah. it, yeah. They already dropped it. And you know what? I, I know everybody loves it. I was not all that enamored by it. Uh, so I have struggled with just even watching that. Really? Yeah, I was not uh, all that... I like the concept behind it. I didn't particularly like the story. So, most realistic superheroics I've ever seen. Yes, and I would agree with that 100%. Uh, but again, the story just didn't grab me. Uh, but speaking of that, it will de- uh, debut November 3rd for Season 2. Uh, so we got that. Uh, and that's about it uh, as far as news that I've seen. Not a lot coming out of there. Marvel had already said they weren't going to be there. 
So it wasn't going to be a a big deal anyway. Disney's not there. So uh, Lucas is there. Lucas is always there. Not this year. He's not there. Oh, he might be. He can't talk say, about anything. He, I know, but got merchandise to sell. I can't. He, I can't. He talk. actually rents out the whole loading dock. Does he? So everyone has paid using loading dock. Wow. Wow. All right. <clears throat> Maybe not him, but his company does. What a dick. What a fucking dick. Lucas is a dick. Now my whole childhood is ruined. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> That's it. That oh uh, oh no, we well, did we have two. We got and... two big deaths this this um this week, sadly. As opposed to happy ones? We've had some happy deaths. Okay. We've seemed to enjoy them anyway. You seem to enjoy them. <laughs> don't you love getting lumped? <laughs> hey, we got it on tape, buddy. So don't don't say don't point at me as the sick one. Uh, no one has to. I watched this fucking uh, our Sunday afternoon kung fu theater this week. Don't Those you guys don't talk to me. In. Don't talk to me about sick shit. Anyway, we lost one of the women who helped put me through puberty. Actress singer Jane Birkin. She was great at that time in the uh, early seventies. Uh. Help me out. Song. You don't know Jane Birkin? This explains so much. <laughs> did, what, did she have a hit song or something like that? She actually did, and I can't remember the oh, name right. of it. Well. But you know what? It took me 45 minutes to remember Vision Quest this morning and Keith laughing and dropping hints. Um, so, yeah, we could, we could look it up. But she, uh, she gave great nudity in the 70s. So... Uh, Look around. She was the only one. That was that explains a lot. Didn't she uh, have something to do with bags too? She like she had yeah she had handbags. Handbags. The yeah. Jane Birkin, or the Birkin bag. As long as it's Birkin Birkin, they're okay. Isn't that a pickle? <laughs> if only we had video on Max's face. If nothing says, why the fuck did I get up this right. morning? <laughs> We're talking about her death, aren't we? Yeah, we are. And I told you, uh, but we love her. Um, and then the other would be, uh, of course, the inimitable... Master Songster. Uh, opening act for Metallica. First musical guest on Johnny Carson. I think he died in the studio recording his next album. I pro- he probably did, because he kept going and going and going. He and- net like the Energizer Bunny. Uh, but uh, Tony Bennett. And and uh, we may be taking the piss out of him now, but uh, that's a huge one. Yeah, that one actually hit me. Yeah. As no, you know what? The world is a little a little <clears throat> shittier that that guy isn't in it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yes, 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 uh, absolutely. And I agree with that. Yeah, I was looking up Jane Birkin. Nothing you would know. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I loved her. So, uh, moment of silence. All right, so for this edition of the Three Old Geeks Top 3 list, which is world famous, because I have the data to prove it, gentlemen, with 15 minutes on the timer, what are your top three favorite chase scenes... And go! Okay, number three for me. Uh, and is there any low-hanging fruit in this? I didn't see I, any. I ignored three or four of them because I figured you had. Okay. The, I figured might be your three. I, I didn't see any low-hanging fruit. I actually, there's one of my honorable mention lists that I think is going to be on yours, so I'm going to. Okay. So my first one, number three. Yeah. Uh, goes back to when I was a kid, and that was the Tron bikes. Because I wanted a Tron bike. I still want to try and bike. I still do too. I still sometimes dream was that of a riding chase? in a. It's a chase. Okay. Well, yeah, it's a chase. The video game was the 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 worst. You weren't wor- chasing each other. You were you were trying, trying to ram each other yeah. under the. It, it was technically okay, okay. a chase. It was vehicles 
combatively chasing each other. Oh, chasing each then other. I'm going with the, the R2 versus R3 battle from... <laughs> Hey, you can. No, no. That was across a bridge. But the uh, video game was the biggest. That was the easiest, like, you just went, <clears throat> and you, the guy would turn to the wall. Yeah. Uh, but oh. I still loved. Is that all you had to do? Fuck! God, many, you're an asshole! How many quarters did I waste on that fucker? Fuck! That always got me! It did. <laughs> and the spiders. The spiders are the always spiders got me, Where too. were the spiders in the movies? I think they showed up, like, once. It was, and it was, and he stepped on it. It was little. It was just a little. Yeah, it was like one of those. We have to watch the bit bugs or whatever, and they showed one pop up and like walk off screen, and that was it. <laughs> okay. I'll have to go back and watch it. was it like the now. octopus and Goonies, um, <laughs> but the Trombugs. So yeah, that was my. Okay, that's a good one. Even though I argued with. Uh, I gotta be able to read my own handwriting here. Um, my number three is uh, one of my favorite movies. I watch it all the time. Has car chases throughout, so it'd almost be a Dr. Rich. It's uh, Smoking the Bandit. Oh, fuck you. Those aren't car chases. <laughs> you're right. You're right. There's a truck chase, too. Those are those are just people driving. <laughs> That's the way I drive. But I mean, <laughs> God, we could just go with the whole Dukes of Hazard. Oh, ah! No, just kidding. <laughs> you mean the movie with Sean William Scott? <laughs> And Jessica Simpson. Yeah, oh, man. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. I'll counter your these boots with eastbound and down, loaded Roll. up in trouble. <laughs> the great, late, great Jerry Reed. The late, great Jerry yeah. Reed. Yeah. Well, late, great Burt Reynolds now, too. So uh, He didn't look as good in the bikini. As Jerry Reed? As Jessica Simpson. Oh, okay. All right, well, I'm going to go with a foot chase. Foot chase. Foot chase. In uh my for my third, and that is uh Tony Ja and the original Ang Bak, where they where he is fleeing from a bunch of gangsters in uh the streets of uh where's the capital of Thailand? Yeah, whatever. But he's basically the most athletic, acrobatic oh, throw shit. in some Jackie Chan Kung Fu in a modern setting. I just I, I that was a, like I that was in the trailer and that's what made me go I'm I'm going to the theater to watch that motherfucker because okay. that was just I I was blown away by that I didn't even think of anything but car chases shit oh, okay oh. there's so much more. my foot chase I got another foot chase that I thought I I no I didn't I I, I swear to God I read I thought I read car chase so that's why I put one. Well, I looked up car chases I didn't look up anything. the 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 definition of of a top three list is mutable at best damn right. Damn right. Changeable. Does it mean I'm not supposed to talk? <laughs> you ain't mutable. I know I'm not. Even if you take my word for it, I've tried, that, mute, I've tried muting does, you, Keith. It don't work. Does work. Okay, number two for me. Oh, wow. You just. Yeah. Well, we got to keep moving. We got 15 shit. minutes. Is the uh, interstate chase in Matrix 2? I didn't even think of that one. Yeah, that was fucking great. And with those two ghost guys, they would just pop in and... And fighting on top of the semi. Yeah, and that whole... They shut that down for like 12 days. They Did just... They? Yeah. There was... And that was a, a great good. mix of actual stunts and digital stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the physical stuff that they did there was just unbelievable. I can't disagree. It, it, that, that was uh, that was the only good part of it. Yeah, yeah. That's like <laughs> is that, correct me if I'm wrong. That's like the opening sequence, right? It yeah, just yeah, yeah. Just, yeah with well, all I mean, the, with all the rogue programs and everything. Yeah, but you had the two ghost guys, and I don't remember who they were. Yeah, but they were like twins, but they were yeah. all like yeah, yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, they were cool. They were, they were badass. Yeah, yeah, they were badass. I'm gonna my number two now has changed. I'm gonna <gasps> go with the the opening what? chase in. Casino Royale. Uh, made a lot foot of chase. lists. Made a foot fucking chase. lot of lists. Yeah, like I said, I didn't think of anything about foot chases. I I told him my car chase. So, yeah, that is one of my favorite scenes in a Bond movie, for sure. Yes. Uh, and it, it actually when they re- said, yeah. it made you think, oh, this is normal James Bond. He's parkouring this motherfucker all over the place. And, uh, but it's also, and the thing that I love about <clears throat> Casino Royale is, 
It completely modernized James Bond, but it still, for the most part, kept most of the tropes. Oh, yeah, and Bond. so you had the opening action sequence, yeah, yeah. pre pre, you know, credits yeah. and stuff like that. I just and Bond was still that you know it made it kept Bond that stoic character. I mean, so I liked it. What was an earlier Bond? Uh, yeah. He wasn't as um, he just, seasoned. He just became a double. Yeah, so he was not. Uh, he just got his it was baby bond double. He just got his second his second O or whatever, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. He got his license to kill. That's a good one. He okay. could kill. All right, uh, I am going to lance my number two. Oh god, like a boil. Because they're basically so the same conceited. scene, but they were shot like forty years apart or whatever. Oh. And that is the opening sequence to Walter Hill's first movie, The Driver, with Ryan O'Neill. And uh, Nicholas Wending Riffin's Drive, the opening chase with that. I've never seen that movie. Um, so basically, you have uh, two, two guys who are hired drivers, and it's a, it starts off with a robbery, and, the, and it's basically... You know, you get you get me for ten minutes. You pay me this much money. I will take you. I don't want to know what you took. I don't want to know what you did. I will take you wherever you want me to take you. And after at the end of ten minutes, if you're not out of my car, good luck. And one of them is a casino robbery, like kind of a, a they have card rooms in Los Angeles or whatever. The second one is an actual robbery robbery, and it's basically these two professional drivers trying to flee the Los Angeles police. In two of the best sequence, I mean, in legitimate car driving sequences and, and stuff like that, and both end in very, very clever ways. And uh, Ruffin basically said that the driver was a total influence on the movie Drive and stuff like that. And if you if you kind of somebody's parallel, I think on YouTube, there's a lot of similarities between the two. But they're two. When you talk about a car chase, to me, it's got to get your your pulse quickening and. Two of them that just absolutely yeah, quitted my bowl. I've seen the driver, not the drive. Or drive or whatever it is. I've listened to the drive. We're not talking about contemporary AOR music. AOR. Adult-oriented rock. <laughs> or? Oh, yeah. Okay. AOR. AOR. Brian, what is your number one chasing? Oh, number one. Now, this is going to be, uh, this is slow motion. Slow motion. Slow motion chasing. It's a bullet chasing someone's head. Bullet chase, kinda. Uh, This would be, this scared the fuck out of me. Um, Silence of the Lambs. Jodie Foster's in the dark. In the dark, yeah. They're shooting it from the killer's perspective with the night vision goggles, and he keeps reaching out, like just about to touch the back of her, and and he's chasing her through the house. And she's in pitch black darkness. That's a great one. That is a great one, and that, and that chilling. I, I like. I it saw is. that as a you know a young adult, and it still scared me. I, I you know it, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. knowing that there's something in the dark yeah. that's after you that's going to kill you, uh-huh. and you can't see it. And the awesome Ted Levine. <sighs> yes. Yes, Stadelmeyer from Monk, right? Yep. Sodomizer? Sodomizer. Sodomizer? Sodomizer, yeah. <laughs> Captain Sodomizer from Monk. Sounds like a Rick Beach character. <laughs> oh, it probably is. Um, my number one, it was didn't matter what it was, it was going to be my number one, is it's going to be uh, Dr. Rich because it's like the three car chases in Blues Brothers. Oh, going through the mall, the the being chased by the, the 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 whatever the good midnight cowboy, whatever the hell band that is, and then of course the great one where they wrecked half Chicago and we're on a mission. To God. Thirty cop cars and I, I, I that's are you uh, poo poo it? No, <laughs> absolutely. I'm trying to think what would be my fate. I mean, you. you you're absolutely you right. Have to the take them all. Yeah. You got to take them all because yeah. they're all awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, if you're gonna, if you're, I'm gonna, then I'm gonna do a triple lance. Wow. Because I, I was saving a bunch of them. The triple Ludzik. <laughs> yeah, the triple Lindy. Lindy. That's this is a problem. triple Lindy. Uh, and Keith, I'm surprised you didn't say it. The against traffic car chase 
in To Live and Die in L.A. That was one of my honorable mentions. Actually, it was, that was originally going to be my number two, but I, I thought you might have had that one. The completely live, no permit, we're throwing a camera on the car and we're going to run it down the streets of New York from the French Connection. But the one that, and I, I, I'm repeating myself, I know I've said this before, but the one that, that started it all, a 1969 Charger versus a 1967 Mustang GT throughout the streets of San Francisco, the greatest car chase ever filmed, and that is from Bullets. That's why I didn't pick that one. <laughs> I actually had you down for the car also, which would be one of my, we, the car, be my honorable mention. The car is... There's no chasing in that. It's literally the car is the shark. Stalking, is it? It's, it's very clever in its... Yeah. All right. Uh, we have three minutes left for honorable mentions. What? Um, the... Uh, it's it's a little loose as far as chase goes, but it is. Uh, the chase scene, uh, the ending of Tombstone, where they're... Chasing the guys down, the posse. Oh, the montage. Yeah. Going at, running everybody down and stuff like that. That's actually, technically, you're you're after somebody. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, uh, Keith, I'm surprised you did not mention this because I actually don't like this movie that much. But the one of the greatest foot pursuits of all time, uh, Keanu Reeves after Patrick Swayze in Point Break. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes a lot of lists. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yes. And then, um, yes, convoy. <laughs> we got a mighty convoy <laughs> trucking through the night. <laughs> DB McCall, what if I call, call, recall movie? correctly, uh, convoy. No, they named it after the song. Is it really a sure? Rubber ducky. This here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down. Uh, you got me so doing it now. Uh, <laughs> Lance will sing as long as it's spoken word. <laughs> the movie Joyride with the trucker coming after him is... Oh! There was the one with... I, I'm trying to think of the one with Meatloaf as the truck driver was chasing after... Black Dog? Might with have been. Patrick Swayze? Is it? I'm not sure. Patrick I... Swayze, no. All right, yeah. no, never mind. There was also... Uh, we were talking about it before we started recording. Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it. That has both a couple of great car scenes in it and an awesome foot chase in it. Set to Hocus Pocus by Focus. Oh, and you know what? It did make the 10 best foot chase uh, list and the 10 best car chase list. See, I never looked under anything but the car chase. Like totally lost. I'm trying to think of name. There is um, I can't think of. It's a Jackie Chan movie, and he's running through a Chinese New Year celebration in Australia. And I can't think of the name of the movie. I don't think it's Who Am I. It's uh, I can I, like, I can tell you what he's wearing a, a yellow and black snowsuit, and I, fuck. but it's really good. Uh, Premium Rush. Was Jake Gyllenhaal on that? Oh, and he's a bike messenger? He's a bike messenger. There's a bike chase where they're going down the street to New York. And it's just, like, fantastic because you're avoiding getting hit by cars. There's more than a couple of adversary, uh, people chasing them. What else you got, Brian? You're looking up something. Uh, I've, I've shot my wad on you have? car wow, chases. Okay. Yeah. I, um... Oh, duh. What about Ronin? Oh. That, that was another one I had down. I didn't... Put on my list because if you, <coughs> you'd, ex you know, it's a it's a heist, it's a chase. It's housing not on your list because uh, I completely forgot about it. That was our top three with a whole bunch of honorable mentions, favorite chases of all time. Let's know what yours are. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! All right, so for Sunday afternoon Kung Fu Theater, we are watching the films from Collider's list of the top ten Kung Fu movies of this decade, and we are on number eight, which is entitled The Night Comes for Us from 2018. Written and directed, and I'm going to butcher his last name, but Timo Giayanto, uh, who's responsible for one of Brian's favorites, Headshot. Woo! And starring 
uh, Joe Taslim of Mortal Kombat fame. He is Scorpion. Podcast favorite, Iko Uweas, Julia Stell, Sonny Pang, and Zach Lee. And we return to the gritty streets of Jakarta for uh, some Indonesian... I, brutality brutality is not a good enough... Wow, no. We call this a bloodier raid film. <laughs> this, this, is, this is slash foo. This was... Holy shit. The the best I the best way I could summarize this was this was torture porn mixed with kung fu. Yeah, I I I can I I oh my god the amount of blood they had to use in this and and, and these guys are superhuman because you stab me in the gut once and I'm down I'm <laughs> you stab me in the throat once yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just gonna hold your hand on your neck to make sure the blood doesn't completely so you, spurt yeah. out and walk around and have a conversation. But you'll talk like this. <laughs> it makes your voice raspy when you get stabbed in oh, the throat. Have you ever had it happen? It does. <laughs> All right, so the basic premise of this is is that uh, Joe Taslim is one of the six C's, one of the enforcers for the triads that protects their drugs and their money and stuff like that. He is a butcher. He is sent to butcher a village who is cutting in on the on the tongs uh, or the stealing, triads. Yeah. Uh, money. He butchers an entire village with his men. There's a girl left alive, and he decides he's had enough. He kills everybody he's with and decides to flee with the girl. He ends up back with his, I, I would suppose, his wife. Squeeze. Color is bitch. Squeeze. And uh, a couple of old gangster friends. And Iko Oweas is the guy working for the triad that they send after him. Well, they were buddies way back and they, then, but too. And, of yeah, course, there's yeah. a backstory. They're buddies with white boy Bobby and... Faith. And Fita and... Uh, Faith. Faith. Actually, it's Fatih. Fati. Fatih? Oh, it's Fatih. It's one letter. It, the letters, it's F-A-T-I-H. Oh, I know. Oh! My, my His subtitle thing, yeah, said Faith. Faith. But uh, my subtitles, yeah, my, my yeah. subtitles said faith too. So yes, the uh, since he has rebelled against the triads, they send an army of killers after him and the girl, and absolutely the most brutal. I mean, and brutal is such it's it's, it's I, manic, what's the level above brutal? It's manic. It's kinetic. It's just insane. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't stop. No. To the point where where there's actually funny shit. But I have some questions. I do. Okay. Who was the woman? I missed that. That I you know what? I the 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 lady with the like the sniper? Yeah. She's called the the operator. And I guess this is was the beginning they were gonna do three movies. This was this was a, a supposed to be first of three movies. That's why you only see two C's in this movie. Oh, and she—I think she was supposed to be the. She was going to be the linchpin to this. She was sent out to. Yeah, because she just kind of shows up to kill to to kill Joe Taslam, and they don't know where she comes from, why she's helping him. I guess why she helps the little girl. Another scene that wasn't in this movie that you can find on YouTube or something. I was reading. There's a there's a scene with her that sort of launches off into this next movie. Oh, so, oh! And then this was this was written for a movie. I guess they made a graphic novel. Yes. And now, yeah. And they, ch- they ch- turned it into a movie because they couldn't get financing to begin with, and yeah. Oh. So yeah. Is there a graphic novel? <laughs> I can't find the fucker. It might be in. It, it's probably in Egypt or something like that. Some road trip. Let's do it. Oh, you wouldn't last a minute in the streets of Jakarta if it's anything like this. Fuck you! I wouldn't. Okay, maybe I, w- I, w- I would. I can outrun him. <laughs> I know I can yeah. outrun him. He's like I said. He's white boy Bobby. White boy yeah. Brian. <laughs> go limping up to him. But I am invincible. It takes it takes a lot to put him down. Uh, yeah. Um. That fucking uh, apartment scene was just unreal. With the, oh. against Fatih and the and White Boy Body yeah, with all the guys yeah. just yes. continually streaming in. It reminded me of a headshot. And then in you jail. had the lesbians. Um, number six and or number five and number three. Yeah. 
yes, the uh, the French woman with the mohawk. Yes. And uh, the kind of gothic schoolgirl with the psycho. Yeah. The, yeah, like the the razor yo-yo, if you yeah, will. Yeah, if you yeah. will. So the Here's... different rosary beads than I remembered. Yes. Uh, Hail Mary, full of grace. As I wrap this wire around your face. Your face. <laughs> um, what I didn't like. Yeah, what I fucking hated. Okay. Hated? What took me out of the fucking movie. Wow. Yeah, what? No, uh, it wasn't that bad. But <laughs> it was the fact that, that the uh, operative is what we'll call her. Sure. Uh, she was tougher than everybody. Yes. Yeah, like, everybody's get you know, everybody's get like, you know, a box cutter through the cheek and this and that, and, and everybody's bloody, and she's perfect. She oh, lost she a finger. Two fingers. Didn't that she was, two? I thought she lost one. She lost one, and then the other one was, like, cut, and she just popped it off. Oh, okay. So she had Which, two. which... Ah! Yeah. Yeah, oh, come on, does. John Wick slices but, those things off, like... <laughs> but... Uh, she stood up to, uh... Ido. Two of the six E's, yeah. yeah. Without any real yeah. issue. Yeah. When, uh... What's his name? Uh, the one we like. Aiko? Aiko. Yeah, I cannot pronounce his name. Uh, Aiko, uh... Fucking takes out Yo-Yo Chick in two moves. Bam! And then everyone no, was the operator. Because that's what, dude. No, 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 no. Ariane took her out with his jacket. Begin with, she wasn't dead. She just knocked her out. He took her out. Okay. Wrapped a coat yeah, around he wrapped her, the wrapped thing her around her, her head, and then just kicked her through the wall, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but she stood up to him. Uh, she stood up to the other one. Uh, it fought him to a standstill. And I was like, okay, no. Just no. That that annoys me. Okay. So you that took me out. Got a little Mary Sue action a little there. Mary, a lot of Mary Sue action there. Uh, not that she wasn't fun to watch. Um, but, yeah, no. No. Just no. No problem with it. Uh, I did love the pool ball scrotum bag when he beats the guy in the head and then they're showing it and it's squirting. And then it squirts more. <laughs> and his brains were leaking out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, the intestines was a bit of a shock, but okay. Uh, oh, there was a bunch of okay. shit. Okay, <laughs> so my top three, Jesus Kills? Christ, I have never seen this ever, bits were the opening scene with Ico when he's then the guy's all drunk. And he's, he's, he's trying to be nice to him, and the guy's being mean to, like, the prostitutes or whatever. And the guy has the, the stemmed wine glass, and he goes, BAM! And blasts the fucking stemmed wine glass into his mouth. And slams his head. And then slams his head into the table. Look I was me. like, look at me. I, 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 yeah. I was like, and that's like the first 15 minutes of the movie. I was like, okay. I guess we know what we're in for. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Um, that was timid. That was, yeah, that was, oh, that was innovative. That was, okay, well, wow, that was different. I've never. I took it as a little bit of the the uh, Joker with the, with the pencil. With the pencil. Yeah. Uh, the second one was uh, when the operative is fighting Joe Taslam in the apartment. And, Keith, you're probably the only guy that, she did, like, a corkscrew twisting cutter from pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And brought his head down onto the vanity sink. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I watched that three times. I was like, how did they do this? It was amazing. And and can the young bucks figure out how to do this on a chair or oh, something God. like that? Because it was. Well, of course, as long as you're using Darby Allen as the one yeah, doing exactly. it. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I, was, I was absolutely. Am- just like. It 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 was amazing. I yeah. just was, but then the uh, when the operative kills Yo Yo Goth Girl and, With air and, conditioner. and attaches her her thing around, it's wrapped around her throat, 
She she attaches to the air window air conditioner and kicks the air conditioner into the alley, and she and she's literally like trying to keep the thing from cutting her head off, and eventually just chokes her to death. But then her fingers fall off. I was I I, I and th- that was like the three that imprinted on me because the rest was a blur of violence that. It was just like a. It was like being thrown into there's a meat so, grinder. There's so many people coming at everyone. Uh, it's it's kind of dizzying trying to keep track of. Oh yeah, he sliced him open. He did that. It's it's unbelievable. During the Ico Tamsin fight, when Ico does a round kick, I don't know what they fucking call it. A round kick. A round kick. But Tamsin catches him underneath and spins with him and then throws him. I was like, okay, I've never seen that in my fucking Actually, life. that reminded me of Paper Tigers when he broke the guy's back or whatever. Yeah. But it was ah. much more, it was obviously much yeah. more. It was so much it faster, faster. Yes. And it was so much, what? Uh, I want to see more of that one. The, the two of those guys, just unfucking real yeah. uh, the, the one part that took me out of it. Is when they went to like almost video game mode when uh, oh when they did like the when he showed up with above his head and he had a hand yeah. line. it was like okay now I'm watching a video game <laughs> yeah I didn't, like, I didn't I didn't love that it shot. was it was only for a short period of time thank God because it pulled out of that I'm yeah because like, I don't think I could watch a whole fight of that yeah uh, when French lesbian girl first comes that, out that's actually her name wow <laughs> comes out in the apartment and, and <clears throat> starts walking through people. When she shoves the knife through the guy's under the jaw all the way through his head, and she's standing there, yeah, and he's and then she pulls it out. That there was a number of well, let's we could uh, how about the butcher shop? Yeah, that the, was, literally a meat hook. Yes, oh. and he fish hooks the fucking guy through the mouth. Oh, with the meat hook. when he got the guy oh. with the groin. Yeah, through the groin. Well, and, ripped and, his... and I was leading to the... Oh, yeah. And oh, then I was leading to oh, that. was, yeah. <laughs> you had to work your way up to that one. Yeah. Uh, he got him in the perineum, as some yes. of the ads like to call the it. Taint. Uh, taint. Taint fun. shot. Taint, taint fun. fun. Taint fun. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, this was a little intense. I, I actually... It's rare for me to, to do a kung fu movie and like hit pause and go, how much more is this? Like uh, it was getting it. The last fight was literally <laughs> twenty minutes long, and it was. Sorry. All right. Well, we had to pause for a break for Brian, who's having some stomach issues. Yeah, and my eyes are kind of watering right now, and stuff like that. I thought you were actually going to go in and puke from all the gore in this movie. Oh God, no, no, uh, no. We were. T- I was talking like that last fight scene between Joe Taslim and e- and Iko was just. Brutal. It was twenty minutes Thank long, yeah. and 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 I hit pause because I was like, okay, well, here we go. And then I came back up, and I was like, how much more of this movie do we got to go? And I was like, it was another half an hour, and I was like, oh my god. And it was, it, it, it. it he partially scalped him. <laughs> you know what? I was impressed up until the um, <laughs> up until the uh. Table, the chain, the, the table saw. Table, table saw. saw. Yeah. Um, they had not used weapons. There were no weapons. Yeah. in the fight at all. Yeah, uh, that was the first time, and then they only used it in that one little area, up until the box cutter through the cheek. Yeah, uh, those guys put up with a, an impressive amount of damage. Yes, they're tough. An impressive tough. amount of damage, <laughs> and then they both survive this. They both go their separate ways. Joe goes, well, you're dead. You basically just don't know it yet. You can't kill what's already dead. Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he knew. And the, so, the, yeah, the triad comes with about a half dozen, a dozen gunmen and just mows down. After all that, yeah. he mows down. And I love the old Chinese uncle, the guy who smoked. Yes. That guy was fantastic. Yes. Yes. Why me? It was your choice. You could have walked away. Yeah. And uh, and the uh, in the end sequence, uh, the little girl gets on the you know with the false papers. She gets on the boat to go to another island in Indonesia, and the Tong shows up with the old Chinese uncle, and uh, Joe jumps in the BMW and charges them, and in kind of almost Shaw Brothers fashion, in the middle of you don't know what's going to happen, 
They yeah. open up on him. He's charged at him with a BMW, and the movie ends. I was hoping to have a grenade or something. You know, I, I just kept thinking the little girl's going to die. I or, actually didn't think the little girl was going to... I honestly didn't think the little girl was going to make it. I thought that this was movie was brutal enough where they were going to do something horrible to her. And no, I knew she was going to make it. I just knew she was going to make it. She's like that... Um, the little flower that comes up through the sidewalk. I mean, she's fucked up, and she'll be street meat yeah. by the time she gets off know, the boat. She knows how to stab people pretty good. She's pretty good at that. Yeah. 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 And, well, that plus uh, the operator tells Joe Taslim, like, why are you keeping this girl around? Oh, to protect her. It's like, she's got a better chance without you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah, that, that probably was probably sunk of... in eventually. You know what? When she the, That ending scene where she's standing there and she's holding the passports. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. And he sends her away. Because he's dead. I, I don't know what else to say about this one. I, I, I'm... I, I was, at one point I was thinking he was going to throw it in reverse and end up in the ocean. I thought that, too. Because cause you thought got nothing that too. but the water behind him. And yeah. Like, oh, he's going to play tough, throw it in reverse, and go out. And... But I think he needed to buy her time. Yeah. And then the operator leaves, so I got a feeling like the operator said, grabbed the little girl later, a, there, killed there's her. There's supposed to be a sequel called The Night of the Operator. Oh. I was talking to Lance while you were indisposed. Shitting. We can call it what it is, guys. Shitting. It was liquid. It was just pouring. Okay, now this is officially oh, grosser this, this than the like, movie. This okay. is literally the grossest segment we have done to date in however four and a half years or whatever. I think this is what broke us up. No. You ever had a colonoscopy? Yes. You ever, ever, you ever cleansed yourself? Yes. It was like that. Except that it wasn't clear. Because you have to go till it's like, clear. Like the kids <laughs> like the kids like to say online, TMI, Brian. Oh! TMI. Oh, okay. I get it now. I thought we were supposed to share... Uh, I thought we were supposed to share Terry that kind of stuff. Testings? What do we do? TMI. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. What are we... Uh, how are we rating uh, The Night Comes For Us? Should we put on the, like a horror movie scale or... Blood bag scale? <laughs> Number of squibs used? <clears throat> Uh, Body count, I mean... Yeah, it's up there in all those things. Well, if you're squeamish and don't like blood, don't yes, watch do it. do not watch this, yes. yeah. It is nothing. But at the same time, if you liked uh, Headshot or Raid... But you thought uh, it wasn't really yeah, brutal enough. enough. <laughs> yeah, it mean, was. Well, that was kind of a funny film. Yeah. Then watch this. Oh my God! It, the fight in the back of the police van. You start to forget these. You you start I know, to forget. It's, it's literally when, relentless. When he how the guy, fucking when he it, the guy. <laughs> no, when he's got the guy, the gun, and the and That's the one guy, and they bounce it, and then he just pulls the trigger on the guy's head. Oh, no, like, he zapped the guy, and the guy yes. pulled the trigger. Oh yeah, he, he zapped the guy. Yeah, <laughs> and you can see it coming through the whole scene. You can see the guy going, "No, don't do it, don't do it." Zap. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you start to forget uh, really intense well, shit. Well, that's what happens with trauma. Your, yeah. your brain tries to protect you by making you forget. All right. <laughs> we all need therapy. Okay, I, okay, I, I, how bad, okay, at a start, on a scale of one. How many you need? On a scale of one to five, how badly did this movie traumatize you, Keith? Uh, I'm pretty fucked up in the head already, but I probably need at least three and a half therapists to get yeah. me out of this. You know what? It it was it's certainly uh four four and a half star movie. Uh Deadly Venoms. It just never stopped. I just couldn't take the level of when they're running through the fucking hallway and she's slipping on the blood and tripping over the bodies yes. during that fight. Oh, yes. Holy shit. Well I go tri- sliding on the pole. The, the tubes and stuff. And, and, and like, really? Yes. He's trying yes. to get over and he falls almost. And, and, like, and, 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 uh, and there's a part where, and again, I forgot until just now, when Joe's using the dead guy as a shield yeah, and, yeah. and he's spinning him around airplane spin style yeah, yeah. and they're hacking it. And yeah. it, uh, okay. Well, you, know, you had her use a dead body against uh, the French lesbian chick, too. Yes. Operated, like, about stabbing her and throws up. 
dead body in front. Dead bodies can be protected, too. I, They're not just decorative. I'm glad I experienced this. <laughs> I don't ever want to experience it again. They're not just The action decorative. was nonstop. It was it was a three star kung fu movie. I have I am I'm thinking I'm gonna need five therapy sessions to, to get rid of the PTSD. The night comes for us. Uh, see it. You, you gotta see watch it. Watch it at your own peril. Watch it at your own peril. You gotta yes, see it. good way to put it, Keith. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to violence, the word and the act. While violence cloaks itself in a plethora of disguises, its favorite mantle still remains sex. All right, well, our new segment has a name because this podcast is exactly this, and that is geek exploitation. The word in the act. <laughs> One of my favorite opening lines of all time. The word in the act. The geek. And we are talking... My favorite exploitation movie of all time, and that is 1965's Faster Pussycat Kill Kill, directed by the legendary. I don't want. He's not a. He's a legendary exploitation uh, director, Russ Meyer, who's famous for a couple of things, and written by Russ Meyer and Jack Moran, starring the unbelievable Tura Satana, Haji, Lori Williams, and Susan Bernard. And you have three go-go dancers, Billy, Rosie, and Varla, driving through the desert in their hot cars. I thought that was a joke you could tell. I know. I know. Uh, they come upon a couple uh, who Just are... Just two nice kids. Two yeah. nice kids. Two, two, nice kids. two happy day style kids. Working on his Gee car. whiz, he's, he's working on his car. He's not racing anybody. He's doing a time trial. Yeah. And uh, Ditsu doesn't look at the clock. Her old man, Varla's old man, taught her judo, and she ends up in a fist fight with the cat, breaks his neck in the classic two, grabs the two arms from behind, puts the foot on the back of his neck, and breaks him in half. And uh, kills him. They kidnap the the, uh, the innocent girl. The innocent girl wearing a bikini with the pigtails. They find out from a gas station attendant that the old man who's afraid of trains is loaded, is loaded and has got money hidden in his place. Billy wants the strong, silent son. We find out Beef about cake. that. We find out about that. And Billy's a shaker and mover. And I, I, you could always tell when Varla was using the kung fu because she, hi, hi. <laughs> They teach you that in Kung Fu 101. I watched, uh, when we watched uh, The Night Comes for Us, I was seeing how much they did that. <laughs> hey! Well, no, that's, that's, that's not Kung Fu. It's, it's slaughter food. <laughs> yeah, slaughter food. That was blood porn. Slash food? Oh, God, slash food. You're still. We're still talking about that oh, yeah. one. Really did traumatize us. We're, we're, we're still yeah, talking. Yeah, no, about that was well, rough. Because you, the, the, the diametric opposite. Her kill with that guy was like off screen, and also yeah. he's just laying flat and he's dead. There's no, no nothing coming out. No blood. No arm didn't come off. Yeah. He didn't beat. She's not a box cutter through the yeah. cheek. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. That's nothing stuck in his neck. Well, there is a killing with a fan blade from the car. Sixty year difference between the two movies. I mean, I you know. I'm just going to tell you, that was just a, it was a personally brutal film. Like the other ones are shooting in that, but this was just hand-to-hand brutal. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we got to get back to this, because the, that was, that's all they needed in the 60s. That's, that's all Russ all. Meyer needed. That and large, giant mammaries. Bosom women with accents. He likes them. Yeah. Yes, he does, and he yes, is he famous does. for them. He's made them famous. Yes. Uh, I think he's done more for them than they did for him. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so They've probably done more for you than they did for him. This is, uh, was this the first time for either one of you guys? Yes. I'd seen it before. I had not. Brian, I was, I'm curious on what your take on this is. You know what, I, I. Oh, you got in serious, Brian. No, no, because, yeah, uh. 
what I've noticed about the the films that uh, we end up really liking, the ones the bigger cult films, is it's the dialogue. Oh, the dialogue in this. There are so many quotable lines. It it. it uh, but I mean, we get the same thing from Ed Wood. Uh, from the other one that we, we watched, I can't remember now. Oh, but yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror. the most famous yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, come on, there are midnight showings of this. Yeah, there needs there to should be. be. Again, I, Russ Meyer's estate has got, he owned all of his own movies. When I when I met him at a con, he had a table at a con, and he was selling DVDs. And then I've heard the tales. Did he girls of, with him? Did he, did, was, he, there, was there booth babes? If there were... They were not there when I was talking to Big him. Big buxom booth babes. You know what? He has to be an interesting guy. He was an army photographer. He oh. he, he was a, a field a, a was field. he married to Bunny Yeager? Was it Bunny Yeager? I thought I he was don't married know if he to was somebody. Mar- well, okay, you keep talking, but no problem there. Go. <laughs> uh, so the dialogue in the film was great. Uh, the the uh, over the top acting when the old man. Some things never change, and he hits his leg. And, uh, <laughs> um, the story was it was actually pretty good. It was actually well, set up say, pretty well. Say unroll it all. Yeah. Yes, it's it it starts to make a whole lot of sense. It just seemed like a creepy, dirty old man, and then you realize it's more. Yeah. And yes, there's a whole lot more to it. Um, Susan Bernard, who was the innocent young girl, uh. Was Playmate uh, August of 66? You're the Playboy expert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think it was August. I would have to check to make sure. But it was 60. She was a, a Playmate in 66. Um, which I thought was great. Uh, and important. Because I think that... Um, Showed you depth? I don't know yes. There was, there was a lot of depth to it. Uh oh! Here we we'll go. This one. This is fascinating. Why? Well, uh, there it goes. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, he was a combat photographer. Some of his uh, newsreel work is seen in the film Patton. Oh. Uh, he was a photographer movie. for Hugh Hefner. A oh, poor guy. Uh. He shot uh, three centerfolds, including his wife, who is Eve Meyer. Eve Meyer, okay. And uh, she was a famous photographer. Miss December, I'm sorry, she was December '66. Oh, Brian. Yeah, uh, no, that's okay. Uh, she was a playmate when I was alive, so. So you should know. She's she within was. my lifetime. Um. But, uh... The, yes, you are absolutely correct. The, this is an eminently quotable film. Uh, it is... Over-the-top acting, but not... Monty Python over-the-top acting. Right. No, you know what? It's not Monty Python, but it is over-the-top. Like, I was talking about the one scene where... He, some things never... And the, the trains. Yeah. The murderous, cannibalistic trains. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> And the son who's, ah, yeah. ah. Uh, I liked Billy. I liked Billy quite a bit. Uh, I think I've known women like Billy in my life. Whose hips are always moving. Always. Who's always yeah. doing the go-go act. I wish I knew more women like that. She, uh, I didn't say they looked like her. <laughs> You're not going to find a whole lot of that. They drank like her? Uh, the other two scared me. Varla and oh Varla and and Rosie Rosie scared me scared me Rosie scared me the most Rosie scared me a lot and and her death was um shocking to me I don't oh you want the knife tuck, 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 tuck. <laughs> yeah uh that was shocking to me she had killed his love the only woman. Yeah. No, you know what? He had killed women. The what? insinuation was there. This is one he loved. He was loving her. Because she understood the train thing. She's trying to get him a job. 
Yeah. Because you have so many muscles. You could be an actor or whatever she said. <laughs> there was some weird shit. Uh, weird shit. Uh, and then the little girl trying to escape constantly. Um, she weren't that traumatized. She weren't that fucked up. Uh, oh, you're starting the southern thing now? <laughs> well, we were just there. We were just there. <laughs> we were just there. Did anybody else get the feeling at the end of the film with that the, the little bit of hope that you had? Ah, oh, just leave her there. Nobody will find her. Uh, they got the money, the quiet son, and the little girl, that those two somehow ended up in a shack somewhere in New Mexico. <laughs> and became the couple from... Uh, the Cohen brothers raising Arizona. Oh, uh, let's go Texas Chain Club. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, okay, you can go with that one. Yeah, I just saw those two. Uh, yeah, I saw that. That's where I went with that. My head went. That, the little stories you come up with, uh, Brian, are often very entertaining. His head's always working. <laughs> Should we just leave her there? Ain't nobody gonna find her. <laughs> and I have a feeling they didn't go clean up at the ranch either. Uh, I believe that's called taking the money and running. Yes. Yes. Sure uh, the scene with the, the Adonis holding the car off the wall, that was pretty rough. I thought... One of the, one of the better... Mrs. Meyer. Oh, yes. One of the better uh, action sequences I've ever seen. I, I thought that was filmed so well. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, like, like going between, you know, the big strap and son and the, the, the tires like digging themselves and into yes. the sand and stuff. I just, yes. It was done. I mean... Say what you will about Russ Meyer and his subject matter and his stories or whatever. He is a, a cinematographer. That guy really oh, knew how to shoot yeah. a movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's no um there's no question that uh the movie's done well. I I wanna see more. Well, we'll keep that in mind for future episodes of Geek Exploitation. Well, you know what they're hard to find. They are hard to find. Uh, we will, by hook or by crook, put our hands on some of them. Mm-hmm. I will not steal them. I will buy them legitimately. I, don't well, I was pissed I couldn't find my original DVD of this. It's got to be somewhere. I know it's got to be somewhere. I just didn't have time to go digging through my entire basement. All right, so uh, what are we going to call the scale for exploitation? Are we just going to call it the exploitation scale, or you want to come up with a clever little No, name? I like exploitation. Yeah. I do. Because that's... Uh... All right, well... Let's call this the Meyer scale then in honor of oh, Russ Meyer. Yes. I think I agree. Because this is my the top of my exploitation list. I'm gonna give this one five stars on the Meyer scale. Well, uh if you got him in Frisco, don't mean you got him in Dubuque. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give it uh four. I, I enjoy this movie. I give it four and a half. I'm going to leave reserve room. All right. This is the standard that I'm going to rate all exploitation films going forward. That was Geek Exploitation. Give Faster Pussycat a watch. Let us know what you think. <laughs>